Ivan knows best. All right, look. Welcome to Ivy Knows Best. This is your boy, Eric Ivy, man. Your host with the most, also known as Lavish Rick, with the one and only super villain Kush. Kush, what's going on, bro? What's going on, world? Shit, man. Hey, you know what? <clears throat> I realized something, right? We was having a conversation last episode, okay? Uh, by the time this episode comes out, that episode would have already been out. So long story short, we were talking about the best boxes, right? The return to the box. We was going back to the box, right? It's and like, I told yeah. hey, nigga, you know I had an amazing time with that combo, right? So I was like, check this out, y'all. Uh, the best box normally comes from single mothers, right? I said, single <laughs> mothers, <laughs> as soon as they drop that kid off the grandma, <laughs> that box is wet from the, from the jump. Now, Kim said, she said, what? She said, hell no. Nah. She's like, it's wet when you get in the motherfuckers, <laughs> when you get them dressed. Is <laughs> it we getting them dressed the night before? Whatever's going on, that's all that's on your mind is dropping these kids off, right? So I thought that shit was funny as fuck. Like we was having, a, we had a blast, me, her, and Christy, and um, and we got to a point where we were having this discussion. All right, uh, outside, obviously, along with the box. Yes, that's what that's what I said. I believe, but then I told her, I said, "Hey, um, did you realize that you know we were talking about the whole Nick Cannon situation? Nick Cannon having a bunch of kids." And how him having a bunch of kids wasn't good for the black family. I said, now, wait a minute. The person who made that statement isn't necessarily lying. But because we're told so often as men to mind our business when it comes down to women issues. I think she didn't mind. I think Vivica Fox didn't mind her motherfucking <laughs> business. Is what I told him. I said this on the show. If y'all can go watch it. I said this. I said she didn't mind her business. Because Nick Cannon is fucking these women who are letting them. And having kids with women who are letting them. When do we start when we start being so concerned about the black family that we haven't been saying things such as hip hop, et cetera, et cetera, can also be destroying the black family. Right? There was no reality well, cry against that. The reality cry in reality is we don't say nothing about the other culture that destroys the black family, but I'm gonna mind my business on that. <laughs> hey, you hey, I, and I said I said, check this out. I said, so Nick Cannon, a black man making children with multiple different women who he could take care of, right? If he so chooses, he could take care of his kids. Like, well, what about all the time it takes to spend with the kid? Ladies, stop expecting men to be women. That is not mm-hmm. that is not what he is supposed to do. Yes, I agree. There is more to being a father than just paying money. But y'all have made it so. And I told him this on the show, and they disagreed with me. I said, they've made it so that all you are is child support. That's what they made it so. So since they made it that way, now that someone's willing to play that game in that area, now they don't like it. Mm-hmm. I said, how do you not like somebody being willing to play that game? I don't understand. That I mean, part, I but let's, let's be honest. A lot of them would trade their baby for a million dollars. So, I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, a million? Now, look, now that's why I said, yeah, I said that, 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 was, that was being generous. He said he's been generous with the million. That, that was being generous. 40,000 this nigga gone. <laughs> 40,000 tax free right now that some people let their baby. You know, you know why women mad at Nick Cannon though? Why is it? They, they hate to see a man doing what he wants to do and women agreeing to let him do what he wants to do, if you want to be honest about it. That hey, I said that exact same thing. I said I think the main problem that they're having with Nick Cannon isn't the fact that Nick Cannon's doing this, it's that Nick Cannon's doing this and women are backing him. Mm-hmm. He he like 
the women who he is having sex with know about the other women. They don't hate each other. They're not beefing as long as I, as much as I if, know. If if women want to speak out about something right now, uh, celebrity wise, like <laughs> yeah, I should be looking at how uh uh I don't know her name, blue face gal making y'all look stupid. That's what y'all need to be speaking out about. You know what? Not though? not not Nick Cannon and what he doing and 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 having babies with women and 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 giving them a little bread and and taking care of them a little bit. Not not that. How about the nigga that's like dogging his female? But bro, they not they don't want to have that convo, right? Because the convo they all right. Here's what happens right now. You got women who are like, I would never let that happen to me. That's as far as that convo go, right? That would never be me. I would never be Krishan. Man, y'all hoes let niggas that ain't got money do that. I said, I said this the other day. <laughs> I said everybody was so mad at Kim Kardashian about her tape and all that back in the day. And I was like, I used to say shit like, all right, well, what are y'all mad at her for? All she did was did what y'all do and got paid for it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see any lies there, bro. None, zero. So I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, noticeably so. Um, a ton of y'all have been on the back of this, but but you know, y'all been on this with. You know, the ashy butt and all that. You know what I mean? They're like the ashy butt crack and niggas doing their thing with you with the light on. It's dark all around and it's you and him and, you know, and he filming you. She just had some really good production value. She had somebody put some money behind <laughs> it and y'all was mad. What y'all mad for? She also what's, do- what, what's her net worth today? Let me Google that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, Google, let's Google what Kim turned into an empire, right? Let's see. Her net worth is currently $1.8 billion. Mm. That's her current uh, net worth. Out in now, granted, that's 0.4 billion. I'm sorry, that's 400 million more than Rihanna. Mm. So that's, and that's right behind Kanye West. This is according to Google. This isn't me. I'm not making this up. So in reality, there's women who got paid absolutely nothing. To do these things with niggas that they like. To do the same thing. Did the same thing for some nigga that that, that, that they liked. And the nigga still in the hood. The nigga got a whole bunch of kids. The nigga, they, they ain't made no money off this. And they worry about somebody else. That's why I said about Vivica Fox with the whole uh thing with Nick Cannon. It's just best you just mind your business sometimes. Sometimes minding your business is the best thing you can do. Because Vivica Fox was married at one point. That's the best thing a lot of motherfuckers can do. They don't get that though. Facts. And, and look, listen, now, now just, just to kind of go backwards a little bit, right? When we're talking about the black family, divorce hurts the black family too, but it doesn't stop women from perpetu- black women from perpetuating divorces. This is not me attacking black women. This is just me saying uh, that within the confounds of the black marriage. Black My women thing still, be this though. Still, still do that. They still ask for divorces at a higher level than men. Who determines what works for who individually? Good question. Like what 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 works for you might not necessarily work for me. So like who who determines that? That's you know what I said this now. I'm glad you said that. I said I've never heard of anybody looking out for the black black society and black community and blah blah blah. All up until a black man was doing something they couldn't control. We didn't care about the marginalization of women, right? Before black men started getting rich off of it, i.e., in, in rap music. 
They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Baseball players was smacking they what was smacking bitches up. Uh, football players was having sex with a whole bunch of bitches. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain had so many women he can't even count. Nobody was worried about that. That shit. That wasn't a problem then. And but uh, as, but as soon as as soon as uh, a group of black men start to make money off of it, it becomes a problem. I said, so like, how is how is this much of a problem now? Because black men are doing it. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, ain't Elon Musk doing the same thing? He definitely is. <laughs> definitely is. And nobody's saying the, saying the goddamn thing. And the reason why they're probably not saying anything because Elon Musk might fuck around and buy Fox. Okay? <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> will fuck around buy Fox and um, they'll be out of a job for even saying his fucking name. But this is the reality, right? I said, we don't have people who think of things objectively. I was like, so we're not upset at the women for choosing to do the same things with Nick Cannon that Nick Cannon is choosing to do with them. These They're not by themselves. They're not by themselves. Now, you know, in 2022, the women, the, in 2022, the women don't get the blame for anything. You do know that, right? While you're, while you're up here preaching this fact or... I'm listening. I was about to say, you have some technical difficulties over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, shit happens. Shit, you know, players fuck up, but it's all good. Luckily, they're catching the audio. That's all they're going to get out of this. <laughs> I know. I just spilled some juice on my shirt. <laughs> so for all y'all listening, it's all good. We good in here. Let's, go back, let's get back to it. But no, yeah, they don't want <clears throat> they don't want that shit. And I said this. I said, look, all right, we live in a society where you cannot blame black women, right? Or any woman for that matter. Let's not just blame black women because that, that, that'll cause an issue. You can't blame any woman, right? Much like we lived in a society for a long time where black men didn't do right or couldn't do right, no matter what the fuck any of us are doing, right? The fact that more we black pa- fathers... We, you said we lived in, like, past. Like, you sure that's not still the case? I, I think that now... I think now, because we have more platforms like our own, because we have more people like me and you, because we have more platforms that are out there that speak to the good fathers, uh, we don't have a whole bunch of that 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 conversation no more, right? We don't got that. Oh, black fathers don't. Black fathers don't. No, no, we got black fathers are doing their fucking thing, and and you know people are standing up for that. But I think that the problem that we're starting to have, though, realistically now, is that we have way more people speaking negatively about black men. Like, all right, they wanted black men to be more emotional. Once black men became more emotional, start getting therapy and start speaking up, they want them to be quiet now. Mm-hmm. Once black men start having a voice, they want them to no longer have one. Once black men started being more successful in the way or being more articulate emotionally, they start calling us gay. That's the first when thing. Black they want to wanted, when black men wanted to smoke weed, it was a drug. Yep. So so ultimately, look, ladies, sisters, please listen to me. If you are listening to this, listen to this broadcast right now, we're not knocking you. We're just saying we need y'all to make up y'all mind, because what happens is when we start getting demonized for being ourselves or being what you're asking us to be that's not a part of the problem a part of the problem isn't us doing doing what you asked it's us doing what you asked and then us still being demonized for it how do you ask a man to be more emotional and then you then you refer to him as a bitch or say he's too soft how do you want a man to act like a woman he starts acting acting feminine you don't understand why because that's the shit you want I've seen a female say, I like my men soft. 
I like my men like this, man. If you like your men soft, you like yourself a fucking woman. Ain't, men aren't made to be soft. That's not what the fuck we're made to be. Now, there are soft men that exist, but that's not how we were made to be. Our DNA does not does not ever situate that to the maximum, like, like to that point. Like, we have testosterone and shit that makes us hard. That's just what it is. We have shit that makes us toxic. According to them. <laughs> according to them and i don't even want to knock them man like, ladies i'm not knocking y'all i'm just we're just what we're pointing out right now is just the fallacies the all, all the fallacies that come out all the things that come out all the statements that are coming out against brothers and it's crazy so for example one young lady was like where have all the men gone who like to still go on dates i said they're gone because they because now there's the bothering system of you give me a date i'll give you the box you buy me a purse, I'll give you the box. And because music perpetuates this, mind you, this is something that also terminates or messes up the black community. The music that perpetuates the stereotype of you give, I give, as opposed to really just speaking the fact of I'm, I done fucked a whole bunch of niggas with no money in my life. And you got a little bit of money, so I want to maximize off that. Instead of trying to become that man's wife or become that man's other half, you try to be a beneficiary off that nigga. You try to get money off that nigga. And instead of niggas trying to be a husband to these women, they just trying to get the pussy off of them. So now everybody's in the barter and trade system. Ain't nobody sitting up here trying to do nothing extra. They all just trying to barter and trade. Man, I tell you, I ain't gonna never find a wife in these times. <clears throat> I mean, even if you did, I mean, even if you did, I said this, right? I said, like I was saying, divorce hurts the black family just as much as anything else does. And I'm not hearing too many black women talk or speak out against women getting a divorce. They not because when they ready to go, they ready to go. Exactly. So they like, all right, you want to see. And that's that's crazy to me, right? Because (laughs) I've been ready to go a couple of times in the past. And it's like they that, that ain't gonna happen <laughs> at all. That's not gonna happen. You can't you can't leave. I said this. I said you can't leave when you want to leave. You can only leave when they want you to leave, or they're done tolerating you. And that's the reality. Now I know I did, said for did, all my. Did you used to watch Key and Peele? All the time. They were funny. You know, what he tried to break up with vegan, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, it's crazy because when you think about that shit, there is That's no breaking up. Be. Like, and I was watching this show called Dated and Related, right? And while I was watching Dated what? and Related. Hold up, hold up. That title. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the I'm, title I'm is throwing me out. I'm explaining to you. Go, it's, it's on Netflix. Go watch it, y'all. It's Dated and Related. Go watch it. All right. And I was watching Dated and Related. And on Dated and Related, what happens is this. You get two siblings who go, they, they're in the south of France in this big ass house with all these other people, right? And what's happening is they're trying to find love. So there's all these other groups of siblings. There's some twins, there's this, there's that, there's a mixture, there's a girl, girls and girl, girl and I mean, sorry, sister and brother, uh, sibling groups, there's cousin groups, all this other kind of stupid shit that's going on, right? So all these people are trying to find love, right? And amongst me watching the show, I realized something. Anytime that the women became unbenefited on this show, they were all ready to fucking discontinue the situation. Every fucking time. 
it it did it did not matter. So there's this guy who was on there, and the chick was the the this one was these two black twins from London, and all the chicks liked them. You know, particularly they liked this one. They liked the taller brother, whatever, the taller dark skinned brother. They loved him, right? So all these females had their eyes on him at the beginning. And he just chose to be with one female, et cetera, et cetera. But as soon as he was honest about it, the chick was so hurt by him exercising his choice and his choice not being her that he felt he needed to explain that to her brother and to her as well. I don't got to explain shit to you because it's serious. She did when she stopped liking me, she ain't going to explain that shit to nobody but us. The guys don't <laughs> fuck with you no more. Right. So I'm looking at these dudes. I'm like, bro, you got to move right, as a guy. You got to move so differently with your convo. Right. You got to move differently with your shit. You get you can't now. And and no offense to, to anybody else, but you can't move how a woman moves. A female can pick and choose whenever she's ready to fuck with you. And that is the answer. You do not have a choice to change that answer. You do not have a choice to, to come back and backdoor it. And some women might let you come back. But to be honest with you, majority of them trying to move on to the next person. In today's society, they're not trying to fucking play with you for a long time. Trying to level up. Yeah, man. Look, I said this. Once, I said they, this. once they had you, they want somebody who makes more money than you, has more clout than you. They all want, of that. They, they, want, they want the you. All right. They want the good parts of you without the bad shit. So, like, for example, if Alonzo Cushenberry was a thing, was like, obviously, your person, but if you were like a standard, then she would take all the good shit off the standard and leave all the bad shit and throw it in the trash. And then she find her next nigga based off these standards. So this nigga will look just like Alonzo Cushenberry in certain areas, but there'd be some differences in there to make up the perfect version of you. So the good shit that you had, she's not going to go and not look for that shit. She's going to always keep looking for that shit. She's just not gonna look for the bad shit that you had, because to her, mm. the bad shit is 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 quite essentially what you are. Which in reality, bullshit. That's all they focus on. Yeah. Once it's over with a female, like they cannot name nothing good that you've done for them. They can only name the bad shit. You know what though? You you know why they do that? I said this. I said this. I said I said this the other day. Women aren't more emotional than men. They just express their emotions more they exaggerate their emotions a little bit more right mm-hmm. so in reality you got the same amount of emotions you just don't exaggerate them as much slam my foot in the door oh fucking well gotta get myself a new toe her she's gonna hobble around for six hours she's gonna bring mm-hmm. it up in an argument if you were the person that closed the door last your ass is <laughs> you you assaulted <laughs> her like that's what's happening right so um you know that's just what it is so I said this because I currently have a pregnant girlfriend. It is what it is. She's pregnant. She moves around all the time. Shout out to her. All right. Podcast baby 2023 has already been, um, you know, people already know about it. So what ends up happening is this. When she got pregnant, I saw things differently with her, right? The way she interacted with me was different because she interacted with me like in a way like she needed me right so for the first time in a long time and you've met her before she's very she's a very strong independent person right and sometimes independent to to a point where it's like okay that's just not for me but it is what it is you still respect it and you accept it because that's just kind of it's better to have one or not have one right at least you're doing your own shit and you ain't you know always locked up in my face um with that she had to learn now at this point 
because she's pregnant. There's an, I can't do all this shit because I'm pregnant. So now I got to chill. Now I got to learn how to let you do the things that you know how to do and not just do it myself. Right. Which is honestly a humbling experience. Right. A whole lot of women don't have that. Don't have that experience all the time. They're, they'll have that experience in a different way. It might not necessarily be, oh, I got pregnant. I need help. Sometimes I got divorced when I wasn't supposed to get divorced. And now I'm living in a bad situation. Shit, I figured mm. it out. Why you got to figure it out like that? Why not listen? Because listen is not in the forefront. And sometimes it takes for them to go through those type of situations where they're sitting down and they're focusing. And I, I, it's probably the same thing for us men too. But I'm just speaking from a male's perspective now, ladies. Shit has to go wrong for them to get it, to act like they need help. Shit got to get tough for them to act like women. <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> like I have a I have a hard time buying people food. Mm. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, nigga. What? Like normal, like normal shit, like like McDonald's, like not even no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just put in your order and I'll and I'll bring it back to the house. Like, like some regular shit. You're too independent. You know what though? I said this right. I said independence is is never the problem, ladies. I want y'all to know this. Being independent is not a problem. We don't. We do not dislike independent women. We actually like independent women. What we don't like is women who don't know how to handle said independence, and independence starts traversing into disrespect. When you're so independent that you disrespect, we don't fuck with that. I don't think any man really fucks with that. You know, like you're not gonna sit up here and be super independent to the point where you disrespect, like you disrespecting it. That's not gonna be that. That's not what we're doing. Well, sound like you talking to women in the '60s, bro. They not hearing this shit you talking. Oh, at all, at all. You know, you know why? Because what they guess what they getting ready to say? Guess what they getting ready to say? Look, I promise you, when this when this episode come out, I'm gonna have so many DMs and emails and conversations where women are saying no. That's bullshit. If niggas would just do this, if men would just do that, ladies, listen, I understand you want men to be what you want them to be when you want them to be it, but that's not what makes men men. What makes men men is not the fact that we are what you want us to be when you want us to be it. Just like you, like as a woman, you, you are not what we want you to be all the time. You're just not. You are what we, we you are what we need at times. You are what we need at that time, right? And we as men have to accept you as that because if we don't accept you as that, it's a problem. And if I come to you broken, your first question for me is who hurt me? Mm-hmm. And now I got it now. Now, if I explain to you that the person that hurt me is this person or that person, right? What are you going to do about what that information is? Since you own this, I want to say this. Um, grown men should not have to build up grown women's securities. Mm. Mm. That's just how I feel. Like when we dating as 19 and 20 year olds, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't you don't understand how shit works. Yeah, you might think I'm doing this. Yeah, you might think I'm fucking somebody. Yeah. At at fucking 30, 25 and up 30, don't come talking to me about that shit unless you got some proof. Bro, look, do you know how hard it is to get don't nobody wanna deal with niggas is niggas is working at 30. 
Niggas is grinding at 30. Niggas got kids at 30. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't have time to sit in your face and text you and be on the phone with you all day. Niggas don't have time to be building your securities. Niggas is trying to buy cars and houses and start businesses and shit like that at 30. Put them little securities in check. Insecurities, yeah. rather. And you know what's funny, though, bro? A lot of those insecurities don't really always have anything to do with the you as the male, right? You a know what they us- have a lot to do with? Niggas before you. In today's world, niggas before you and guilty consciences. That's true. That's very and true. that's another problem. That's another thing. I'm glad you say that. Because it's not fair that I have to deal with your emotions based off the nigga that came before me. That's some bullshit. Mm. It, it, it comes, look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happens. It comes that it comes with that that um that wave of oh well i've been hurt before so i need to protect myself and i said this the other day i said well not the other day i'm saying this now fuck it if you need to build up this callus that makes you hard so you can protect yourself from being hurt you're never going to get anybody to fuck with you as a woman because a part of you as a woman that men enjoy the most is the soft shit it's not the rough mm-hmm. shit it's not the tough shit so that callus is going to make you continue to run into the wrong person so these insecurities that come along with these calluses that you have built are only existing because you and how you get down how you feel it's your shit. Handle your shit. I'm just saying that part of it, that part of it is dead to me. And it seemed like a lot of them expect you to do that. Like even when, you know, like I, I, my best friend is a female mm-hmm. and I'd be talking to her about certain shits and she'll be like, well, you gotta help try to build her up or bitch. I don't got time for that. Yeah. Like, why? all right. So check this out. I said this the other day. Why would you come to me? not built up i said this on on the show i said look you shouldn't be dating yeah if, if, if i have to, if i have to build you up right that means i'm found i found you when you were broken down and if i find you when you're broken down that means you are no good and you need fixing if you come to me needing fixing you are not ready to run you are not ready to go it's kind of like a car if i go pick up a car off of a lot and a lot of a lot no no offense ladies a lot of you ladies who get out of these relationships are 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 just like us men right you have car lots right some of us men are are in the lemon lot some of you ladies are in the lemon lot so i'm going to this lemon lot to buy this car that looks like it's good and whenever i pick this car up and i go to crank that motherfucker over it doesn't go so now i got a lemon so i know for a fact because i went to this lot well, there's a bunch of lemons on it that you may be a lemon instead of me going to a dealer and paying extra money for the for the newest, latest and greatest. I might need this type of car off this lot and I'm going to sink so much money and time into this instead of buying something brand new. Because that's what happens. You become mm. a lemon. And guess what? All that money, time and effort that you spent putting into that lemon, you could have just had you something nice over there. Exactly. You know what? I'd rather you pay the money. You could have you could have paid a little bit more and got you something that ain't got no issues. I told somebody this other I got a pickup truck. All right, I got a pickup truck outside. You so Texan. I love that. Why you just can't why you just can't say a truck? 
Uh, you know, because it's just like what it is. It's a goddamn pickup truck. All right. So I got my it's pickup a truck. motherfucking truck, nigga. I got my pickup <laughs> truck outside. All right. That's my baby. Okay. I know for a fact every car I had prior to this truck, right, was leading up to me in this truck. Okay. So I went from regular, <laughs> I went from regular cars and I had this truck in mind. I had a truck in mind from the time that I was like, you know what? When I buy a house, I'm going to buy a truck. That's happening, right? That's Very just it. Takes, and I'm telling you, <laughs> so I had no choice. I had to go get that much. Man, as, as soon as they wrecked my, my, my Corolla, I was like, mm-mm, it's over. Go ahead, finish that thing up. Time for me to go get I myself mean, a truck. I know. I see why you feel good now. You went from a Corolla to that big old truck. Telling what your got... big ass was doing in the Corolla? I'm gonna tell you what happened, right? I'm gonna tell you how I got too, the Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> you way too. Let me explain you to you how the Corolla. Big for a Corolla. I didn't belong in it. I didn't belong in it. So here's what happened, right? So I was um obviously I was going through a divorce at the time, and I was like, you know, let me buy something that's going to downsize my life. Um, that's gonna be good on gas, and it's just gonna be me and my children. That's gonna keep the hose away. Yeah, it's just gonna keep it regular. Like right now, I don't want to bother with nobody, uh, and 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 I just don't want. I just don't want to deal. Long story short, I just don't. I just want to drive around my Corolla with my kids. It was twenty twenty one. It was a brand new Corolla. All this other shit, right? Actually, I went. I wasn't even going through the divorce thing. It was like at that point, I was just trying to uh, correct all the issues that I had because of my divorce. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's go ahead. Let's rock. I get this truck. I make it this car. I'm having a good time. And I'm like, all right, this is great. So I'm in a Corolla because I can like feel that motherfucker at the time. I can fill that motherfucker up with $35. That's number one. 35. You lying. It's more like 15. Hey, look, look. I, I had a I had a core sport at the time and that was like $35, $40. So I know that Corolla was like 15. Listen now, you know what's funny? I, that Corolla, that Corolla was 35, about 35, about 35. Um now granted, granted. This is just what I can remember. It's been so long since I drove the little shit. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I get hit. Um, there, there's a big snowstorm down here where where I live, uh, down here in Texas, and uh, I wrecked the car. Well, I didn't wreck the car. Off through the police officer hit the back of my car and crushed it and destroyed it. Right. Um. After that happened, car is gone, and pounding, and I was like, I'm free. God freed me up, and then next thing you know, blam, <laughs> truck of the freed you from the Corolla. Free me from the Corolla. See, see, and this is why I be trying. This is why I be trying to explain Make that it. Toyota. Yeah, that Toyota was that Toyota was gone. Hey I Toyota, we we not making fun of y'all cars. We just making fun of the fact that this big swole gym rat was getting out of it. <laughs> hey, big nigga, get out of small ass car. He, maybe y'all should make it. Maybe y'all should make an XL Corolla to Toyota. See, you know, Toyota got this nice car. This nice one that got red. They got the red interior, and that's just fire. I ain't gonna lie. A Corolla? Yeah, it's just fire. It's a Camry. I think it's a Camry. No, it's a Camry. I'm sorry. It's a Camry. The Camry bigger, though. That's a Camry. See, if you would have said you had a Camry, it would have been a hype. But your big ass I, getting out of Corolla. I probably had a Camry. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. All I know is it's not. it wasn't the I'm hoping other. it was the Camry. It wasn't the Avalon. It wasn't the Avalon. Because I rented. I rented a Corolla before. I was so mad. Cause that Avalon, actually, I can tell you which one it was right now. Let me let me pull up my shit right quick. I'll tell you. While we were at it. Looking at my insurance. 
Yeah, it was a 2021 Corolla. Oh yeah, that hell a little. No, what no that nah, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, USA. Hey, shout out to USA. They've done nothing but done me right the whole time. Uh 2021 Camry. Camry, yeah, it was a Camry. So here we are. So here I am with the Camry, right? So I'm sitting here with this Camry gone, destroyed. I end up with uh I end up with money to go find myself a truck. I go out there and I find myself a truck, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm excited. Is it a Chevy Silverado? You know what's funny? No, it's not. It's hey, not. why you why why the LB says Silverado? Who like, said it? Like <laughs> Texas be like Silverado. It's so old Silverado. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from, bro. We say some wild shit down here that we shouldn't even be like. All right, so the, me, I end up getting a Ford F one fifty, right? I'm a Texan, by the way, people. Just not a natural born Texan. It's fair. It happens. So, so F one fifty is what I end up getting, right? Got myself an F one fifty. Cool. No oh, you built tough. Built for tough, and I got the Texas additional. Hey, I know. I know what made you do that. Was you were sleeping one of them motherfucking commercials came on in the middle of the night, huh? You know what? I'll be honest with you, right? <laughs> so I was gonna get the have you gonna, ever ate a ham sandwich? <laughs> I, I was messing with <laughs> I was messing with Toyota and I was like, hey, I want to get a tundra now. Like this didn't happen. Let me get Ugh. into a tundra, right? That is that is not even a truck, bro. Like I was gonna get into the Toyota Tundra. I thought I was gonna be a thing, right? I was like, I'm just gonna fuck with it. And as soon as I got in and I drove it around, so like, oh, this is cool, this is all right. But then, uh, dude was like, I got this Ford F one fifty over here. Um, you can pick it up. I was like, let me, let me see it. I go and I see it, and I drove this one around, and I was like, oh, this is, I like this shit, right? This is my shit. But there was only one problem. One problem. This specified one had way too many miles on it. So I was like, all right, cool. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on down a little bit further south down here in uh, a little a little place uh, called Poteet. Brownsville. Oh, not that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just went, went about an hour south from here down to a little place called Poteet. And I went ahead and picked up the uh, picked up my current one. It only had things like somewhere in the neighborhood of like a thousand miles on it because the person who owned it was old as hell and he couldn't drive his truck. So when I picked this truck up, this truck it's been sitting, you know, been well taken care of. All the oil changes, everything's good. It just hasn't been touched. So that was just meant to be. That was just meant to be. That's my pickup truck. That's my baby. And so when everything else goes wrong, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that's how I feel about money. See, now only if we can make only if only if I like look, listen, I want Every man out here listening to us, I want you to find the equivalent of my Ford F-150 pickup truck, okay, in your life. When you find yourself a woman, a hobby, something to do, something you're really passionate about, I want like I want you to wake up and look at that the way I look at that Ford F-150 every day. I look at it and I thank God. You talking like you done stuck your dick in the gas tank a couple of times. Hey, and that motherfucker, oh, my God. This nigga here. <laughs> I'm saying though, man, think about this. People don't really got look, people don't really be in love with shit, right? They don't I want really... you to 
I want you to know that trucks can't legally give consent. I, you know, I, I, that's a whole other situation. Because I was about to say something <laughs> so fucked up. I was about to say, obviously, women don't need it nowadays. But we're going to leave this alone. We oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. While we're talking about giving consent, I do want to talk about something. Allegedly, podcast talk, allegedly, there's some nasty news out there about... uh. Harry Spears and Tiffany Haddish. Oh man, I saw that. I I I watched that skit. Yeah, it was it was sick. Yeah, and I, I'm looking like it was, that was sick, bro. I didn't even know these motherfuckers that work together on. The I show. don't know if they really like groomed them and shit the way they said, but the skit itself yeah. was very sick, man. And 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 it's one of those things like you don't want something like this happening period but if it, if you're being accused of this type of shit that's a very damning piece of evidence right there the fact that you found uh pedophilia to be funny that's just yeah, beyond anybody and then that shit wasn't even funny like at all yeah in no type of way and, and i th- and i really think that as a parent just as a parent even if i wasn't a parent but definitely as a parent um like I look at that shit like, nigga, what? That was, and you gonna have to bleep this out for YouTube, but that was softcore kitty porn, and both of them are sick as fuck for even putting that out, and whoever else had a motherfucking hand in it, you're just as sick as them. The director, you're sick. Whoever was holding the fucking camera, you're sick, and all you motherfuckers who even think to put kids in those types of situations should burn in hell. I agree, and I'm not bleeping none of it out. Even if you know what, Betty, I'll do you one. I'll do you one better. If YouTube don't let us upload it, Spotify will. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, like we get money yeah. five different ways. It's all right. You yeah, know that shit. That shit. Yeah, no, no way. Yeah, it's it's sick. It's really sick. And then, um, then I, the nigga, bro, like when he actually squirted the oil on the nigga, the little kid, like, bro, that whole, I don't know. I don't, uh, we we ain't even gotta get. Into I thought that. Vince McMahon did some some sick shit, making Trish bark like a dog. Don't 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 seem half bad now. Yeah, like that's not that's really. I think the worst the worst of the worst with this situation is this. Cat Williams warned us about her. That's number one. So shout out to Cat Williams. Um, but then to be completely honest with you, to even be involved with that type of uh that type of activity is just a lot. It's a lot. Like they even having your name associated with now. At first I thought it's cause he said some shit about Lizzo, but then I had to like kind of wrap my mind around. Well, they probably did kick the door open, but shouldn't have been doing that shit anyway. Shit. Now, now at this point I need everybody to talk about Lizzo. So all y'all dirt can come out. Yeah, hey, go ahead, please, please, do. <laughs> please do. Let, let, let's listen. There's two people you ain't about to fuck with no more. Lizzo's one of them. If you talk about Lizzo, all of your shit is coming out, all of it. You can't, you can't stop. You can't stop the rain. <laughs> That's gonna be your life. Like, come on. Like, I, I want. And 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 it and it gets real fucked up. The further we get into it. Because how do you feel that comfortable making these type of jokes? That's my question. 
I understand comedy is comedy. Yes, we joke about racism. Yes, we joke about uh, incidents. Yes, we joke about this and that. But if we, all right, I watched Ari Spears. Ari Spears had a conversation with uh, DJ with DJ Vlad, and he was talking about how Mike Epps saying what he said about black people being killed by cops because we kill each other, so the cops think it's okay. And Ari Spears is really passionate about about someone saying some shit like that. But for you to be that passionate about that and then have this be said about you and then have that skit come out is nasty it just don't look good it's a bad look and that's, and that's me putting it politely that's that's me putting it fucking politely if you put if, if you as an actor and actress put your mind to doing that type of shit you're a sick motherfucker you're fucking sick. Probably did that shit they sell. And and then then for both of you to be named in this case from these two people. They said they said in the suit it's a lot more going on than just this kid though. So I don't know. All I want all I know is like when this when this shit like that happening. Y'all need to leave the civil suits alone. Go after them motherfuckers. Yeah, that's money. Money ain't gonna bring back nothing that someone did. If any anything in that in that realm, if, if something ever happens to you, money is, and this is just my opinion. Money's never gonna bring that back. It's not gonna make you feel better. Yeah, you wipe your face with a hundred dollar bill and wipe your ass and all do all that stupid goofy shit, but you still gonna need counseling. You still gonna need the help necessary. Um you're still going to have to, you know, be resilient in the face and the fact that this is happening. So I don't want people to think that that's, uh, you know, that, 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 that just, that becomes a bottom line type situation. It's not bottom line. It's sick. It is what it is. It fucking is what it is. And motherfuckers will continue to, to do this sick type of shit and make jokes about it. That's very, to me, that's very brave. Isn't it? To like be accused of some shit like that, um, and then well, not even to be accused, even having it happen is is whatever. But it's it's really bold to make a skit about it. A lot funny. of the times when you get when 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 they put they real well, I ain't gonna say they real life, but when they put sick shit in art like that, and that's rappers, that's all of them, that's writers, that's all of them. Um, it's because they actually do a bunch of that shit or they actually be around that shit and they comfortable with it and they ain't never suffer no consequences for that type of behavior yeah and, and i think that's the sad part like all right so for example <clears throat> r kelly and i and i said this all you fake outraged r kelly motherfuckers out here y'all y'all can fuck y'all because y'all still doing that stupid ass tiktok challenge with them stupid ass tiktok hips to that goddamn r kelly song Okay, so mind you're not supporting him. Yeah, but but you're not supporting R. Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. Like y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Like if like if y'all letting shit like that happen, I'm don't get it wrong. I'm not saying one way or another. Actually, yes, I am saying one way or another. Let me not fucking lie. I am saying one way or another. He's fucking stupid. I get that. I get when the kids are doing it because they don't know where this music comes from, right? There's times where R. Kelly and Trey songs sound alike. 
there are times so there i can get where people might think that because i'm just hopping on the trend because this is cool but to be a young woman and to do that trend tells me that you either a ill-informed or b you really don't give a fuck and it's fake outrage this is definitely not going on youtube <laughs> i just thought about that entire sentence this is youtube you ain't getting this one yeah it is but it's coming out though motherfucker it's coming out i promise you y'all gonna catch this one on spotify <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that shit to me is is wild man like you can't have that type of fake outrage but before we go ahead and slide up out of here because is there anything else you want to tell the people since we on that subject a lot of people always ask me why i never took rap serious you can make it you can make it why you never took it serious? Do you hear about all this weird ass Hollywood shit that we're talking about? I didn't want no parts of that. All right. And, you know, I don't even blame you because that's how that. Look, I said this the other day. I said, no, I, yeah, yeah. When you get to a certain point on anything, this is anything, whether it's uh, music, media, whatever it is. There's levels to this weird shit. I watched more high-end people stress out about motherfuckers that don't know them. I watch people like Kanye West have a fucking, and, and I love Kanye. I don't give a fuck what nobody else say. I don't watch Kanye have so many mental breakdowns. It's not fucking funny. I watch Kanye. I, I love him too, but if he ever... But if he ever talked to me like he how he talked to some people, I slapped shit out of him. <laughs> I don't think nobody about to go for that type of shit. No way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody's gonna go, yeah, go ahead, talk to me crazy, Kanye. Not no real motherfucker. That's not how I it slap is. I slapped some normal size jaws on him. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I love Kanye. I just think that Kanye West needs to um I think that like people, I mean, as much as we have eased up on him, but watching him go through the situations that he went through, as far as him having his mental health put on put on front street, watching him and Kim's situation play out publicly, like when I see this type of shit happening, tapping to famous people or rich people, I say, look, I could never live a life where everything I do is under a fucking microscope. If every time I if every time I walk out the house, you're waiting on me. If when I pull up to my house, you're waiting on me. If I'm trying to take a shit, you're you're taking a picture from 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 the rooftop. Like, but this is what they kind of signed up for by being a part of that that Kardashian stuff going on. Like when you're a part of that that clan, you got to know what comes with that. But it's just fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah. So uh, shout out to Kanye West, man. Shout out to all of y'all too, and uh, let's definitely get let's get some straightening out here because motherfucker, we're not gonna have you sick motherfuckers running around here. As much as we might joke on the show, like we just joked about putting our, you know, me having sex with my truck, like that's a joke. That's a fucking joke. That's a joke, right? Like nobody's harmed by that. Like there's nobody who's who's truly genuinely affected by that level of joke. But when we start seeing things like pedophilia being joked about. You're doing too much. You're going too far. Where, where, where hey, is your line? Where's your I moral line? Them, I guess them played out ass imitations worn out. I guess. I, I guess. I guess now you got to jump to uh, 
jump back to the old um I, I guess riding Kevin Hart's coattail is played out. You, you just gotta go back to doing the old the age old shit that got you there in the first place, right? I don't need you, Tiffany. I got the rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's the here's the and Mark Wahlberg. And he has Mark Wahlberg, which I think is a weird combination, but I really think this. I said, and I'm not here to knock Kevin, but I think Kevin Hart, uh, as good of a comedian as, as he as he is, as as intelligent, as brilliant as he is, I've lost a lot of like ha ha about like a lot of things that I would normally think is funny from Kevin Hart. I really don't think it's too too funny anymore. That's because he's one of those. To me, he one of them people that play the same character in every movie. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he's always going to be the little bitty scared of everything, over-exaggerating the shit that he's scared of type of person. Yeah. In every movie. And it, I don't know. I stopped watching this shit a long time ago. No offense to him, but. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I've just, I don't know, like, like after like once he started doing like a lot of his Netflix shit is just not funny to me. When he did that one Netflix episode or, or special in his house, I didn't laugh at all. I, didn't th- I it was one of his not so funny moments. And that is why Dave Chappelle is the goat. Yeah, Dave Chappelle funny. He's you know what's funny though? There's so many black people, uh, at least black comedians, a lot of uh different ones don't really find Dave to be that funny. But I always say this: look, Dave Chappelle is funny as hell. Dave Chappelle's funny because Dave Chappelle knows how to be Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle isn't selling you nothing. He's giving you Dave Chappelle, right? So when I do look at, when I look at people like Kevin Hart, I'm not saying Kevin Hart is selling you someone other than Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart's more now, more so now this movie comedian, right? Who's playing these roles as opposed to the stand-up comedian that we all probably fell in love with. And, you know, ha, 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 Kevin's funny. Look at this little motherfucker on stage telling you about his family and all his other shit, right? Now he's playing these parts, and you're just kind of like, bro, that's not what we fell in love with. Like, Eddie Murphy, we, it, it didn't Eddie Murphy, we loved Eddie Murphy and almost everything he fucking did. Mm-hmm. I can honestly tell you. But see, that's the difference in, in, in if you were to, like, talk about Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy, right? Kevin Hart plays the same person in every movie. This nigga Eddie Murphy could actually play six different people in one movie. He did that. He did that. As the <laughs> he, did, he did that. He did. His, his, comedic <laughs> range, his comedic range and acting range is so much further than Kevin Hart's. And no offense, like, once again, this is not us being offensive to Kevin Hart. Uh, this is just us saying, like, look, man, Kevin, we loved you. We loved all the work that you did. We loved that shit. It, man, grown little man, let me explain. All these different ones, right? Funny. Funny as fuck. I went to the theater to watch, let me explain. Like, like think about that. Like, like when you, when you will go, when, like, he's one of the very few that can make you want to go buy tickets to watch him perform a stand-up in a movie theater. And then, like, like his his standup is is he's legendary, right? Kevin Hart's funny as hell, but I think since with, we don't com- with that with that Hollywood success comes comes a watered down version of yourself. Know what you're saying? Since we are comedians, help me understand this. And yeah, I'm, I'm I ain't even I don't give a fuck about being offensive. Why is Chris Rock a legend? Anybody? 
Chris Rock's funny as hell. <laughs> we're not doing that. Where? Where? We're not going. We're not. We're not doing that. Where? Chris, Chris, Where? Go, go go back and watch Chris Rock stand up. <laughs> stand up that he had. Chris, Chris Rock ain't been funny since Pookie, bro. Well, in movies or in stand ups too. Nah, he nah he had that HBO stand up where he was funny as fuck. He was like, you gonna you gonna have to send me this one. I got you. I got you. I'm I'm sent to you. That's when he was talking about. Uh, I know one of the main ones that stuck out to me was, hey, you know what? Why is it that dads never, you know, all these rappers make these songs about their mom, but it's never, you know, hey, dad, thanks for keeping the lights on. It's like a whole setup. You gotta, you gotta look. You gotta really. We will not do Chris Rock like that and say why. Chris Rock. Chris Rock's funny, funniest moment is Will Smith. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. Chris Rock's a legend. Chris Rock, we're not gonna do that. Now, if you now we now if we ask like, you could pick anybody else. Just you, hey, we, every every everybody hates Chris was funny. Like, all right, look, we we're not we're not gonna look at Chris Rock and say Chris Rock's not looking. We're not gonna do that. We're not. Chris we're not. Chris Rock Chris Rock is Wayne Brady funny, bro. Let me put it like this: Chris Rock isn't Bernie Mac. He's not none of those guys. He's not Martin Lawrence. He's not Richard Pryor. He's not Kevin Hart. He's not Red Fox. Right. But but all these people were considered to be the funniest person alive at one point or another. Chris Rock has only been second funniest person ever. So like no one ever like right now. If you ask me who the second funniest comedian is, I couldn't tell you. Like if if Kevin Hart goes up there and does a stand-up, we're all watching it. You know, it's kind of fucked up for the new comedians though, because they can't make good jokes no more. Uh, you got to be careful. You got to be, you got to, like, for example, like the DC Young Flies and the Carlos Miller, you know, Carlos Miller's a little bit older, uh, the 85 South dudes, like, you know, Chico being all them, they're all funny, right? But they can't be stand up funny with, like, I, I guess in the Eddie Murphy Raw sense or in the, or in the sense of uh, Richard Pryor and, you know, live and all these type of things. You, you They're not going to get, we're never going to get that back. We, we, we're going to have to legit watch that on tape forever. That's always going to be uh, important to us, but we're not going to ever be able to ask those guys to, hey, go on stage and do comedy like this again. Because comedy is now in a different space. So it's, it's completely in a different space. So, but, whew, excuse me, that, that's, that's kind of what comes with that. So look, folks, this has been wonderful. We've been uh we've talked about a little bit of everything, right? <laughs> a little bit of everything on this episode. So I do want to tell I want to do want to say thank y'all very much for jamming with us today. Thank you for kicking it with us. We've been kicking ass all week long, you know, pumping out episodes for y'all, having a good time for y'all, all for y'all. Y'all, every single one of you motherfuckers. All right, and we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all very much once again for tuning in to Ivy Knows Best. Hey, for Super Villain Kush, it's your boy Lavish Rick, man. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Irene was best.